words from the hills, reconfigure your life, change your heart, and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be. Welcome to the Hills Church. I believe maybe God would have me to speak about sonship. Sonship in this service because the season that we're in is going to require us to shift from babies. From the mentality of babies into sonship. And the thing that defines babies most is that babies are always crying. Always crying. Always complaining. When they're, they're, they need a change of diapers. Wah, wah, wah. Hmm? <laughs> when they need to be hold. Wah, wah, wah. Hold me. When they need to be fed. <laughs> Your wah, wah, wah will stop in this season. Wait, wait, wait. It's a sign of babyhood. When all you can do is cry and criticize and complain, it's simply a sign of the level of your maturity. Because babies cry, but they don't do anything. But sons, when Psalms 24, 1 says to us, the earth is the Lord and the fullness of it thereof. Essentially, it is telling you and I that the whole world belongs to God. It is your father's estate. And so if you are a son, by virtue of your sonship, your mandate and your role is to steward your father's estate. So sons, when they move in maturity, they begin to take the nation by the hand. Sons steward, they are accountable for the nation. And that's why as a people, as a body of Yeshua, we need to move from the level of babyhood, just crying, crying. That we can only come to, you know, service only looking for healing and deliverance and husbands. And relief of barren wombs. <laughs> oh, oh, that is okay. But, but that's just the beginning. That's just the beginning. So if you're coming, understanding that I have a purpose. Your purpose, it does not end with finding husband. You know, it does not end with finding husbands that people will just come to church. You come here for to be delivered, you know, because now we've made whole big, big, big ministries out of deliverance ministries that has become an obsession now. Deliverance, deliverance. But the reason why you're delivered is so you can walk in purpose now and fulfill your mandate. So deliverance should not become the end. You understand? Marriage should not just become the end. You know, if you want to fill a, 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 an assembly, really fill it very quickly. Pastor, you just come, I pray for you for marriage, for marriage, for marriage. Hmm? But your purpose was not marriage. Marriage is part of what the experience you may go through. But God did not create you specifically to get married. He created you for, to fulfill a purpose, whether you are single or married. <laughs> I know it's not, you say, yeah, I won't clap. One clap because others are just, I'm believing God for a husband this year. I don't hear what she's saying. I don't hear. I don't hear. I call him forth. Let him come now. Let him come now. Let me see him now. All my girlfriends, they are married. Oh, this is how I'm going through. No. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Ruth was found in the midst of a field doing her work. 
She was found gleaning, doing work. That's when Boaz saw her. Maybe the reason some are not being found is because you are not in the field. The ministry field, not doing what God is saying, busy watching, you know, reality shows, busy watching uh, Nollywood after Nollywood movie. Maybe if you're in the field, your apostolic field, your evangelistic field, uh, your teaching field, uh, your, your, your mission field, uh, that that's where the Boaz will see you. So I want to talk a little bit about sonship today because really the season we're in is going to require sons that we transition from a body of people who are just coming to get, who are just coming to cry, who are just coming to criticize, who are just coming to complain, to transition into sonship where we now become accountable, we become responsible, we become citizens who understand our mandate in the kingdom. And God is looking for sons in this season. And the greatest example of sonship that we have is Yeshua himself. Yeshua, he was the ultimate son. The ultimate son. Hallelujah. He came, one of the things he came to do was to model sonship. Yes, he came to reconcile man back to God. Yes, he came to present the kingdom of God. Who is the kingdom of God is like, the kingdom of God is like. But he also came to role model sonship. To role model sonship. That's why God said, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. In whom I am well pleased. So when you really begin to walk in sonship, you begin to be able to say, not my will, but thy will be done. Because many of us just want to come and try and enforce our will. Our will. There's been a teaching of just name it, claim it. Which has actually not been balanced over the years. People don't bother to ask God, what is your will concerning my life? God, what is your will concerning my family? How many of you, if you are married, how many actually prayed and say, God, how many children have you assigned to our family? Bible says children are like arrows at the gate. They're, 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 they're not bodies that we, 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 we have and dress up cute and then we put them on Facebook. No, children are actually supposed to be weapons on your behalf. How many asked, God, how many arrows have you assigned to my quiver? Or you just said, cost of living is so expensive these days. Now, wow, let me have my average 2.5 children so we can send them to this school. Average, average it out. How many? How many? That will be done. How many of us even ask God, what am I supposed to be doing, God, in this life? Or do we just go and study for that thing? Go and study for that thing which will bring us the most money. Or which carries a title. I want to be a medical doctor. Or which, you know, all our family and our, our parents have been through. Or because mommy said, we need lawyer in the house. But when the Bible talks about Proverbs 22, 6, and it says, teach, train, equip a child so that when they're older, 
They do not run away from it. When you do an in-depth study of that scripture, it says teach, train, equip, activate them in line with their leaning, their bent, and their gift. So when they are older, they do not depart from it. And that's why some of you are working a job in which you are miserable in. You hate it. Because you didn't study what you were equipped for. You didn't study what God mandated you for. You didn't study in line with how you were wired by God. You studied for the purpose of getting the most money or fulfilling the family responsibility. And so now you are miserable in your job because you're not aligned to the purpose that God assigned you for. <laughs> I said God is looking for sons sons and Yeshua is the greatest example the one who said father if you are willing remove this cup from me nevertheless let your will your will be done not my will but your will God is looking for sons in this season who will be able to say, Lord, thy will be done. Thy will be done. Who will be able to put down every personal agenda, every personal, you know, whatever you're looking for. But to say, God, your perfect will be done in my life. Don't you know that when you're able to say thy will be done, that God brings everything that you need afterwards. There's a selfishness that has been in the body of Christ that God wants to begin to sift that selfishness out of us. That we only come for personal agenda, for personal prosperity, for personal wealth. And, and yet God is, is looking for sons who will pursue the kingdom first. And when we begin to prioritize and get things in order... Those things that you're praying for, most of them, you won't have to pray for them. They just come. They're added. They're added. They're added. And so, like I said, God is looking for sons in this season. He's looking for sons. Sonship is about service. It's about service. Washing the feet of others. Washing the feet of others. Not just coming to be served, but washing the feet of others. Romans 8, 19 says that creation is waiting. It's waiting eagerly in earnest expectation. Waiting for what? For the manifestation of sons. Sonship, even creation is waiting for you. The reason that Deborah was able to defeat Sisera was because even creation came to her aid. It says the stars came to join her because they recognized what? They recognized the son in female form, a son of Elohim in female form who was taking responsibility for the nation. Creation is waiting, is waiting, earnestly waiting for God's sons to be made known. Sons must be revealed. Sons must be revealed. Sons must be? They must be revealed. They must be revealed. You cannot be hidden any longer. You will not be hidden any longer. 
Come on, tell three people. Tell them you must be revealed in this season. If you are a son, if you are a son, you must be revealed in this season. In the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. No more hiding. No more putting your head in like an ostrich. But you will be revealed. The sonship that is in you will be revealed in this season. In the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. God is looking for sons who will rise up. Who will speak out. Who will steward in this season. You will no longer be hidden. Come on, let's just begin to pray in this season. That whatever has hidden you. Whatever veil has been put over you. Whatever thing has hindered and stopped you from being seen. In this season, we take off the veil. We take off that thing. Those things that have caused you to be hidden. In this season, we declare that you will be revealed. Not just re revealed so that you can be seen, but revealed for sonship purpose. In the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, we call forth every son that needs to be seen. We call forth every son that needs to be revealed. In this season, your sonship will come out. Your sonship will be seen. Your sonship will be manifested in Nigeria, in the nations beyond. Sons will be revealed. Creation is waiting. The marketplace is waiting. Government is waiting. Every sector of society is waiting. The business community is waiting for sons to be revealed in this season. And so we call every son of God, every son of Elohim with a kingdom mindset, with a bold heart. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power and love and sound mind. So we call you forth from whenever you are hidden. We say, come out, come forth, come out in your sonship, come out in your maturity, come out with your, your kingdom mindset, come out to take Nigeria by the hand. Sons will be revealed. We call forth every son in Nigeria, accountable sons, sons who will steward, sons who will go forth, sons who will go ye, sons who will take up the kingdom mandate, sonship. Sons are to be revealed. They're not to be hidden. They're not to be hidden. Maybe you're wondering, why is it that I'm not seen? Begin to pursue sonship. Pursue sonship. Why is it that I, I, I seem like I'm invisible? I can't be seen. Does God keep us invisible at times? Yes. But once we begin to step into sonship, sonship sons must be revealed. Creation is waiting for the manifestation and for sons to be revealed in this season. My God, if ever there was a time for sons to be revealed in this season where darkness is trying to come forward, God is looking for sons that manifest light. You're not only just a son, you're a son who carries light because when light shows up, darkness must flee. When light shows up, it confronts the darkness. My God, God is looking for sons who carry light, who do not carry the worldly mindset, but there is a light in them that when they show up my God the darkness of homosexuality must flee the darkness of transgenderism must flee the darkness of prostitution must flee when sons who carry light show up the darkness of corruption must bow down when sons who carry light show up righteousness begins to prevail in a nation God is looking for sons who carry light Nigeria do we have 
the nation by the hand. us run away from darkness that that make us run away from witches if you were running from a witch or the occultic all it tells me is that you're not carrying light because when light shows up it's darkness that must flee it's darkness that must flee ha in this season may you rise up with the light may you rise up with the light and as you rise up with lights, may you cause darkness to flee in Yeshua's name. Amen. Sons of God, sons of God. I said you cannot be a son and remain hidden. Sons must be revealed. And so I pray that every person who's beginning to walk in one level and dimension of sonship, because sonship is also in dimensions. It comes in dimensions. You will not attain sonship fully in one day. It's progressive. It's progressive. But we need to embark on that journey of sonship. Because many of us are still manifesting the behavior and characteristics of a baby. If all you're looking to is to be attended. Hmm? Still crying. Hey, Pastor Mo, P.I. P. Mo did not greet me today. He greeted everybody in the church, but he did not greet me. Hmm? Uh, uh, P.I. did not thank me. She thanked everybody in the team, but she did not thank me. Can I break it down? Can I break it down? If you are still crying, complaining, still competing, still looking for attention, still wanting relevance, I put it to you as we say in law. I put it to you. I earnestly submit to you that you may not yet have entered even into level one dimension of sonship. Because babies cry, they look for attention. They look for relevance. And God is calling us to be sons in this season. Hey, I'm leaving this church. I'm leaving this assembly. They have no love. It's not me or the spirit of God who's saying, he didn't say anything to me. Huh? There's no love. They didn't come to pray for me uh, five times. Huh? I, I'm just listening to what Holy Spirit is saying. We didn't have meeting. Did we have meeting? Uh, no meeting. Hey, I'm leaving. <laughs> you leave and you go what to another church where you'll find even a hair. A hair. But when you understand that your role here is to come to serve not just to be served not just to become the center of attention but that you've come to serve once you understand your role that I'm here to serve my God you will begin to pull the best out of that ministry out of that assembly you become a, a part of the family you will begin to exercise sonship because now your agenda has moved from wanting to be served to serving 
He that has an ear. Sonship. If you really want to move in sonship, begin to interact with PINP mode to say, I carry this gift. God has given me this gift. How can I use it to serve? I carry this uh, digital whatever. I'm an IT specialist. How can I begin to serve? How can you use this gift that I have? That's sonship. If you're still looking for, for the church, you know, to, and looking for things, that's another way that we, we still know that you're not yet at the level of sonship, just looking for money, cash, material things. It speaks of babyhood. Do you know why one of the reasons the prodigal son was prodigal? He was demanding his inheritance. An inheritance that was not going anywhere. It was his, Abi. But he wanted it now. His focus was on money, material things, cash. And when all of it was finished, he came back. He came back and the father rejoiced because even though the things were finished, he was coming back for a relationship. Sons pursue relationship. Sons pursue relationship. If you are still looking for money, cash, material things that you cannot even take to heaven with you, it's simply a sign that you're still at baby level. One of the signs and marks of a son is that you pursue relationship. Whether there's money, whether there's cash, whether there's husband, but you still pursue relationship first with God and relationship with others. Relationship with others. If your heart is still just on bigger car, bigger house, more money, I put it to you, you're still on the level of babyhood. Yeah, I know you won't like that. I know you won't like that one because, you know, no, I, I came for more money. Yeah? The, the apostle and the prophet, they don't preach what you want to hear. They preach what God says. And I'm glad that me, I'm going back to South Africa in a few days. So even if you look at me with faces that look like they're baptized in lemon juice, it's no wahala for me. No wahala. It's easy to get people stirred up telling you, just preach about money, husbands, all of those things, but they will not set you free. I mean, we can come here and listen, I grew up in Canada and I grew up in the United States, so it's very easy for me to even, you know how the, the, they preach in America? I, I, we can turn that on and you, you'll say amen, big amen, and say, hallelujah, somebody, hey, I said, can you hear me, somebody, God, can you say God with me? said God is gonna bless you. Do, do, do I have a witness here somebody? <laughs> I didn't come to entertain you. I came to release truth so that you set free. I just say, ah, ah, say God. It's not how loud I shout. It's not any American accent I can put on. It's the truth of God's word. 
I will set you free. Money, material, things. Did you know that money and material, cash, etc. are the lowest level of God's prosperity? Lowest. Lowest. Why are you keeping yourself at the lowest level? He said, what does it profit a man if you gain the whole world, the whole money, the whole houses, the whole cars, but your soul is lost, which means that salvation is the highest level of prosperity in God's eyes. So the old woman in the village is actually richer than, who knows Yeshua is richer than Bill Gates. Amen. Sonship, sonship. You cannot be hidden. You cannot be hidden. You must take responsibility. Take responsibility for your father's estate, for managing your father's estate. Hallelujah. Your father's estate is not just Nigeria. Your father's estate includes the whole world. If God says the earth is the Lord's, don't just pray for Nigeria. Pray for every nation. Pray for every single nation. Yesterday I was speaking with, with, with the ladies. They took me out for lunch at Cactus. And I said to them, now if your earthly father was to leave for you an inheritance of a house and give it to you, does that mean that only the kitchen belongs to you? No. Is it only the bedroom that belongs to you? Is it only the dining room that belongs to you? No. What is it? What belongs to you? The whole house. The whole house belongs to you. So every nation belongs to God. Everything that is in this world belongs to God. Stop behaving like a, a partial son who owns only the kitchen. Begin to steward over every nation. Begin to steward over every place. Hallelujah. Over every place. When I enter a place, I don't enter as a foreigner. How can I be a foreigner in my own father's land? Wherever I go, I claim ownership. I come in as a son to that nation. So when I go to Mozambique, they've given me names. In Mozambique, they call me Perola because I behave like a Mozambican. When I go to Swaziland, the Swatini, they call me Duduzile because I behave like this is my land. When I come to Nigeria, hey, you know Nigeria must always outdo everybody. I don't know how many names I've been given. Hallelujah. I mean, the Igbos have given me names. Adeze, Nkiruka, Chinyere. You give me? Ogene. You gave me a name. Ogene Keme. Something. Says the one who have come to us or something. You remember. And the universe not to be left out. They said you are Tolulope. <laughs> the Benin people also said you are Ivye Osasere. Uh -huh. The Joss Plateau people also said we are also here. They gave me Birom name. They said Virat, beautiful coming. Hmm? The, 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 the houses said we are also here. You are a warrior woman, Amina. Simply to say this, that when you come into a land, stop behaving like a foreigner in your father's land. Begin to exercise stewardship over every land. That's why Mantle of Deborah can begin to go to South Africa, can begin to go to Botswana, because they understand that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness of it thereof. There is a mandate, not only 
only over Nigeria, but over every nation, every nation in Africa, over Lesotho, Swaziland, over DRC, Cameroon, over Cote d'Ivoire, over Zimbabwe, over Zambia, over South Africa, over Kenya and Tanzania, over Uganda, over Nigeria and Ghana, over every nation, Morocco, Sudan, South Sudan, Tunisia, Egypt, over Arise and steward the nations. My God, I need you to pray with me for two minutes. Can sons arise and just decree that we are rising to exercise stewardship over the nations, not just Nigeria. You are not just a Nigerian. God says you are a citizen of heaven. God is looking for sons who will not just steward Nigeria, but they will steward wherever they go in the marketplace. When they enter, they will begin to steward the marketplace. They will steward their office. They will begin to speak to the office. They will begin to declare to the office. They will begin to prophesy to the office. God is looking for sons who will not limit their jurisdiction. Your jurisdiction is not limited. God is expanding your jurisdiction. He is extending your territory to the level of your jurisdiction will be determined by your sonship. Arise and exercise stewardship. Arise and exercise authority. You can never be a foreigner in the land that God has given you. Exercise authority. Arise, child of God. Be a son. Take the nation by the hand. In the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, go ye, says the Lord. Disciple the nations. Connect them to their redemptive purpose. In the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's take our seats. Let's take our seats. Let's take our seats. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said, God is looking for sons. We have limited God because we've, we've limited our jurisdiction our area where we're supposed to function. And so when we rise up in sonship, never let the enemy make you feel that you are a stranger or foreigner in the land that belongs to your father again. God is looking for another dimension where the church, where the people of God understands their authority, understands their jurisdictional capacity. Sons govern. What do sons do? They govern. You should know this better than anybody coming from Ecclesia Hills. Sons govern. Isaiah 9, 6 says, unto us, a child is and a son is a son is given so a child is born babies are born but after that there's not much they can do beyond cry beyond criticize beyond claim, complain we are born but we're not supposed to stay that way so babies are born but sons are given they are presented. They are presented. Can you be presented? Ask your neighbor. Are you a son? Can you be presented?
Can you be presented? We cry for promotion. We cry to, to be in certain, you know, places. Can you be presented? Can you be given? Can you exercise sonship? Come on, ask somebody else, can you be given? Ask somebody else, were you just born or can you be given? Another person, were you just born or can you be given? When you're given, you're given what? You're given so you can exercise governmental authority. Yes. <laughs> this is talking about Yeshua, a son, a son, a son. The, the, the governmental authority that could be placed on his shoulders. But it's also talking about you. I said Yeshua was the ultimate son. But you and I, when we rise up as sons, then the governments, governments, governmental authority can also be placed on our shoulders on our shoulders it's time for the church to begin to exercise that governmental authority we have prayed there are sons who need to come out sons who need to come out and begin to to go for those positions to begin to exercise and operate in those positions Isaiah 33:22 huh it says, for the Lord is judge. The Lord is lawgiver. And the Lord is king. He shall what? He shall? He shall save us. The Lord is judge. He is the judiciary. The Lord is lawgiver. He's the legislator. And the Lord is king. He's the executive. In other words, he's the three arms of government. In other words, he's the source of government and governance. So when people tell you that the church must stay out of government, when our father is the source of government and governance. So if you are a son, it means as sons we must be operating in those three areas of the legislature, of the judiciary, of the executive, as members of parliament, as governors, as people who are judges and magistrates. My God, we call forth for sons to manifest in all those three areas that the Lord will begin to prepare people in the judiciary, people who will be magistrates, people who will be in, 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 in the police police force and the security force God will begin to prepare sons who will be judges in the supreme court in the legislature members of parliament the senate God will begin to prepare you for sonship to exercise authority in all those areas govern 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 government sons govern but it's not just about governing in those three areas it's about governing even in the offices where you are bringing kingdom governance bringing order where you are currently working there it starts God starts with where you are bringing order bringing governance whether you are in the hospital whether you are in the legal field whether you are in the communication field bringing some level of kingdom order kingdom alignment governance issues somebody say govern 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 sons govern sons govern sons govern ask somebody how are your shoulders how are your shoulders how are your shoulders Get your shoulders ready. Tell them, get, prepare your shoulders. Prepare your shoulders. 
Prepare your shoulders for the weight of governance. Huh? Prepare these shoulders. These shoulders are for governance. I don't know about here. In South Africa, there's a dance that they do with shoulders, you know. I said, listen, you think shoulders, God made your shoulders just for dancing. No, the shoulders are also for governance. Prepare your shoulders. Prepare your shoulders. Hallelujah. Prepare your shoulders. God is looking for sons who will be ready to take the nation by the hand. Take the nation by the hand. Sons, take the nation by the hand. Can we put Isaiah 51, verse 17 and 18? I want us prophetically to do some prophetic declarations over this scripture. Sons, sons, God is calling forth sons. And we want to shake and awaken the sonship. The sonship in this nation. Is that that's 17 and 18? Can you put 18 as well? Oh, you have to put it one at a time. Okay. All right. We'll start with 17 first. 17. Say, awake, awake. <laughs> Stand up. I, I want us just to declare those first lines, but over Nigeria and then over Africa to declare that we must awake. Whatever is sleeping in our nation, let it be a time of awakening, the great awakening. Whatever spirit of slumber or complacency is over our nation, is over Africa. Let it be a time of awakening. Let it be a time of shakening. Africa is the courier and courier of revival. Revival, the next move of transformational revival is coming from this continent. It, it, it requires that we awake, that we awake. I want us for the next one minute to begin to declare, awake, awake. Awake to, come on, let's stand up and begin to declare. Awake to Nigeria. Whatever you know is sleeping. Awake to the government. Awake to the nation. Awake to the people. Awake, declare it over the men. Declare it over the women that let it be a season of awakening. Declare it over the children that the youth will not perish. Awake, awake to the youth. Awake, awake to the people of this nation. Awake, awake to every governor. Awake, awake to, to the gates. Speak to the gates of Nigeria. Speak to the gates of Africa that we will not slumber. We will not sleep. We will not move in complacency. We are rising up to awake. Come on, Africa, awake. Arise, Africa. Stand up. Stand up, O Jerusalem. Stand up, O Africa. Stand up, O Nigeria. Call the nations of Africa by the hand. Awake, awake. No more slumber. No more witchcraft. No more occultism. No more idolatry. Be shaken. Be shaken out of every spirit. Every contrary spirit. Awake, awake, you nation of Nigeria. You continent of Africa. Awake, awake, oh sons of God. Be shaken out of your slumber. Be shaken out of your complacency. Awake, 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 awake. Makatara brosakata. Ha, hallelujah. Let's get to the second part. I want us now to declare. Now, verse 18 says, 
There is no one, this is no one in Jerusalem, no one to guide her. To do what? To take her by the hand. No one to, among all the sons she has brought forth, there are none to take Jerusalem by the hand, to guide her. This is what sons are for. When you are a son and you are woken and you are awakened and taken out of that spirit of complacency, the next thing that you will do is take Nigeria by the hand is take Africa by the hand. Begin to guide her. Begin to take her by the hand. Begin to take her where she needs to be. Connect her to her redemptive purpose. This is our next prayer point. Sons, we're talking about sons. That's why I said, if we're still crying and complaining and looking for husband and looking for material things, this is the mandate of sons, is to take nations is to take cities by the hand and be led and be guided. So when they, 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 they fail to do that, look at the corruption, the corruption that is happening there because the sons, the sons are not fulfilling their mandate. The sons are not fulfilling their kingdom purpose and agenda. The sons are just praying for husband and, 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 and barrenness of wombs. But they're not taking the nation by the hand. The sons are not pushing back comprehensive sexuality education. The sons are not dealing with the agenda of the United Nations. And I'm sorry if you come from the UN here. I worked for the UN for six years. I can tell you that UNESCO's agenda is to sexualize all children, to teach them to be transgender, to teach them to be homosexuals, to make unisex toilets. That is UNESCO's agenda. Like I said, I'm sorry if you work for the UN, but truth is truth. So sons will know that even when UNESCO comes to say this is the sexualization agenda to teach your children how to put on condoms, how to masturbate, sons will say we are here to take the nation by the hand. Come on, Nigeria. I know you are not a people that can be pushed around. I was sharing yesterday that it was at the UN office. It was at the UN several years ago when they talked about the issue of human rights and, and, and all these other things. It was Nigeria that stood up. 10, 11 years ago, Nigeria, the delegation of Nigeria stood up and the delegation of Nigeria said, listen, we are pro-family. We are a people of values. We will never give up our family. Nigeria stood. They stood in sonship on behalf of Africa. They said, you can do what you want. This is not part of who we are. This is not part of our values. We are a people of family. Nigeria, are you here to stand up as sons to say we will stand for righteousness because righteousness and justice they are the foundation of his throne do we have sons here who will say we will stand on behalf of the other nations Nigeria stood up they walked out of the UN Ghana also followed they said we are also walking out come on Nigeria do we have sons here sons of righteousness sons of justice sons who will stand for the kingdom of God sons we are looking for sons God is looking for sons Nigeria you will not be pushed around we call forth the sons of Nigeria God has not given you a spirit of fear but 
a spirit of power, a spirit of love, and a sound mind. We call forth sons who are courageous, sons who are bold, sons who will stand for righteousness in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. God is looking for sons sons who will not be coward sons who will not be intimidated sons who will not be threatened Nigeria God has given you that grace you are not easily colonized you are not easily intimidated God has a measure and dimensions of sons who are here in Nigeria that God will begin to release you he will send you forth as polished arrows in the hands of the mighty warrior I see a generation of fearless sons coming out here hallelujah hallelujah amen amen I want to say this as we pray on our next prayer point I was telling the ladies yesterday I said I've seen you know Nigeria is very unique the whole continent of Africa has been colonized to some degree in southern Africa it's the British the Portuguese the Germans colonized Namibia Italy, Spain, we go on and on, colonization. And I said, I've seen something unique about Nigerians. Even though I think you say you've been colonized, but not really. Because when you're colonized, colonization comes to change your culture. It changes the way you dress. It changes the way you speak. It changes even the food you eat. And I was telling Apostle Isi and the ladies yesterday, I said, I've traveled, I've lived in many nations. Many nations. I've lived in Canada, I've lived in the United States, I've, I did my law degree in Scotland, I've lived in the UK, many, many countries, Zambia, Zimbabwe, South Africa, Botswana. And I said, one thing I've seen that is unique to Nigerians, whatever nation they go to, they carry their clothes, they carry their pounded yam, egusi soup, and fried plantains and yam, Suya, even Pepe, I've seen them carry their Pepe in the luggage. Hmm? The cultures about the way you dress, all of that, they carry, you'll see them crossing New York City on there with Gele. Their clothes, they're, 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 the way they dress does not change, their accents do not change. Many of them will be in the States even 30 years. And they're still, eh, hey, wahala, eh, hey. <laughs> They're not a people who are easily colonized. In fact, what I've observed is you have a way of colonizing others. And let me say this, colonization is not bad when it's done aligned to the kingdom way. Because the truth of the matter is that salt is a colonizer. Light is a colonizer. To colonize is to take over. Is to dictate the protocols. Is to bring the direction. And so there's a colonization that was ordained of God by kingdom rules and protocols. 
nation has a redemptive grace every group of people have a redemptive grace the redemptive grace of Nigerians is that if they do not want to be colonized you cannot colonize them and I believe there will be a special breed and generation of kingdom salt kingdom light generation here who God is going to send forth because there is a fearlessness that is upon you there is a fearlessness upon you Nigeria you have survived many things that would have killed many nations and I see God bringing forth lions in this time I said lions in this time in Botswana there's a particular lion and I'm going to close and pray with this the lion is called a Duba lion. You will only find it in Botswana, in the northern part of Botswana. The lion does not look beautiful like the others. When you look at the neck, Pastor Mo, the neck is it's like it's as if it trains and gyms and lifts weights. It's not the most handsome lion. It's a lion that dwells only in the northern part of Botswana where the swamps are the swamps it's in a unique place that lion is able to swim if you're an African you know lions don't swim not only does it swim it climbs trees lions don't climb trees maybe leopards lions this lion can swim it can navigate areas that other lions in the world cannot navigate. It can climb trees that other lions cannot do. When the lion is hungry, the lion will hunt by itself, regardless of the time. Lions sleep normally during the day and will hunt in the night. Duba lion hunts whenever it's hungry. It's not dictated to by the time of the day or the weather conditions. Lions will not hunt male adult buffaloes. What they do is that when they go for a herd, they will separate the baby. Small, small baby. Because if the lion goes for the adult buffalo, it will finish it. It will just go goo. Okay. Mm. I'm an African, Abby. Okay, we, we preach with sound effects. <laughs> okay. The Duba lion will hunt, even go for an adult male buffalo. It has no fear. It hunts the time that it must hunt. It is not limited by weather, by time of day. It does that which other lions are incapable of doing. And the thing that made the Duba lion do that is its unique conditions. The conditions that were made to kill it could not kill it. They rather strengthen them. I see Duba lions in Nigeria. I said I see Duba lions in Nigeria. What could not kill you has strengthened you. That God will begin to bring out Duba lions in government. Duba lions in the church. Duba lions in the economic sector. 
has strengthened you for such a time as this. You are Duba Lions who will go out there. God will use you. He will shoot you forth. You are like polished arrows in the hands of the mighty warrior. God will release you into the nations and you will not miss your targets. I see you as Duba Lions arising after the order of the Lion of Judah. You are the Lion. You are the ones who belong to the Lion of Judah. Arise sons of God to take Nigeria by the hand. You will take Nigeria by the hand. You will guide her. You will lead her. You will pray for her. Nigeria for Jesus. Nigeria, you will not go down. Nigeria, we proclaim this is your time. Kenako, it is time. It is your appointed time. The suns are rising up. The apostolic Duba Lions. The prophetic Duba Lions. The evangelistic Duba Lions. Arise and shine for your light is come. You will do what no other nation has done. God is raising you up for such a time as this. I see you Nigeria as a Duba Lion arising for kingdom conquest. You will not be colonized. You are the salt. You are the light. You will confront darkness. You will push back darkness. God has not given you a spirit of fear but a spirit of power, a spirit of love and a sound mind. Arise. You will not be intimidated. You will not be intimidated by corrupt nations. You will not be pushed back by a perverted human rights agenda. You will stand for righteousness. You will stand for integrity. You will stand for honesty. Nigeria, it did not kill you. It has come to strengthen you. Arise like a lion. This is your season to roar. This is your season to roar. Roar like the lion of Judah. Roar like the lion of Judah. I hear a sound, a sound of deliverance. I hear a sound, a sound of salvation. I hear a sound, a sound of worship. I hear a sound. Thanks for listening to this message from the Hills Church. Our mission is to love people, connect with family, and touch the world. Learn more on our website at www.ecclesiahills.org or email us at hello at ecclesiahills.org.